Welcome back for another episode of Plateau Partners Pulse, the podcast about business and networking and ideas brought to you by Plateau Partners, a BNI chapter located in the greater Seattle Puget Sound area. Um, This week, I have as my guest, Zach Davis, and we are going to talk about Window Works of Washington. It seems like it's like windows on the world. Yes. Right? Like Hello. Hello. <laughs> welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, are you so excited to to talk about yourself? It's one of your favorite things you like to do. Yes. I'm thrilled at the opportunity to go on and on about <laughs> myself and everything I think. Excellent. Well, as you may recall, we start with the um, the what I refer to as um, the fast round or the speed round. Um, and so we're going to start with that. Oh, I, I guess I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Stacy uh, Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects, and um, that's probably an important thing for people to know. Um, and as I said, I'm joined by Zach Davis of Window Works of Washington. Um, okay, so the speed round. So we already know your name. What are some nicknames? Um, boy, I don't know that I have any nicknames, really. Uh, really? As a kid? Right? Like, nothing. Nothing. Wow. When you're a Zach, it's just like so plain and you just yeah well i mean it's short and you can't really i mean right last name's davis what a strange name you've got there's not a lot you can do with that all right that's fair um i mean because mine was beans which i my dad is now since deceased and so i don't know if it's because i was a gassy child or because it was just like a random little name i'm really not sure but my brother still calls me beans i will now too oh great wonderful so that'll make two of you Okay, so um, I mentioned uh, Window Works. You've had a few different iterations of Window Works. So Window Works, um, your website is Window Works of Washington. You've also been Eastside Property Services. So tell me, what's in a name? Oh, a lot. Um, besides, like the Google factor added to it. Um, sometimes you realize your website name is just too darn long. <laughs> and uh, I purchased a company that came with a separate domain name um, that we've now kind of merged together. We were eastsidewindowcleaning.com, and we have changed to uh, WW of WA. Um, so we are Window Works of Washington, um, and we are also short, soon to be um, Window Works of Texas as well. Uh, we have a uh, Sergeant Sean Schaefer opening up shop in the Austin, Texas area, um, doing some work um, and recruiting some employees from the Soldier for Life program right there out of Fort Hood in Colleen. Um, And we appear to have a really good thing going for ourselves right now. As they say in Texas, yeehaw! I don't know. I mean, (laughs) I'll have to ask Sergeant Sean if that's in fact what they say. Um, Okay, so... You already told me a little bit about your business, but tell me the depth and breadth of services that Window Works offers. Um, we started as a pretty basic window cleaning uh, company with everything that kind of typically comes with that. Um, we added roof and gutter cleaning. 
shortly after that, we added pressure washing of some real basic services. Um, this was about 2002-ish. Uh, we, we moved from, from the, the really basic stuff and began the education towards soft wash and some, and some water purification technology in about 2015, 2016. And uh, most importantly, like we narrowed our scope and, and the kind of employee we wanted to be hiring and really put a focus on um, hiring veterans. And for those from bookkeepers to everyone else on the squad, um, we really just focus on surrounding ourselves with, with the highest quality people we can find. Um, it's, done, it's done us well. Uh, it's a great formula. It creates a great chemistry inside a company. Um, and, and I think that is uh, my job as company owner is to create this environment, take care of my people, surround them with other good people and, and repeat. Yeah. Rinse and repeat with a soft wash. Correct. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's, we've, we've progressed from, you know, just your basic company and window cleaning to uh, the technology to, to, to safely wash a roof, um, safe for our technicians, safe for your roof. And so there's some education, there's a little bit more training that goes into our process. Um, and so, so we, we need to hire a higher caliber of person. And so, yeah, like I said, we've got a good thing going right now. Well, and safe for um, your people, safe for the roof, and also safe for the environment, which has become such an important thing. Um, you know, I recently had uh, the works done uh, around my home. And in the walkthrough um, at the initial um, point of um, the services, going around and having it explained to me how this was going to happen and understanding that, by the way, um, if you don't dispose of um, the moss in the proper way, it's just going to continue to to grow and to stay there. And so having it um, dissolve without it impacting the environment around it and truly destroying it so that you can give your roof a longer life um, as a homeowner, uh, that just makes sense to me. Yeah, it was, uh, we, we fell into a really fortunate situation with some uh, training in the Florida area over the last couple of years through a, a, a business called the Softwash Academy. Um, there's a little bit more to the act of, of soft washing a house or, or, or hitting a house with water at all and understanding how to safely do that, what kind of um, solutions and chemicals need to be mixed to safely do everything. And we found, uh, you know, a really great instruction and some, and some great people in the process through, through that, that program in Florida. Um, and, and so, yeah, like we had some good people behind us. We had some good education. Um, and we also got to walk onto job sites knowing what we were doing instead of figuring it out on site. This was, this is a big deal to me. I've, I've had my business for 20 years and, and I love most of my customers, but uh, I wouldn't want to damage anyone's home. And so being able to learn on site with other professionals, kind of being given the the training manual to hire guys for us. And, and it was a real, uh, it, it offered us like a real accelerated learning curve and, and, and some, some confidence in, in what we were doing. 
Yeah, it makes a difference. Now, you mentioned that you're going to be expanding into the Texas area. Um, Within Washington, is there a specific area of Washington that you focus on? We're a Western Washington company and and very basically King County. Um, we, we cover everything from Seattle to uh, Snoqualmie Pass from uh, east to west. And then as far north as Shoreline um, and even some occasional Tacoma projects. Um, our, our area is listed on our website. It doesn't include a lot of these places, um, but with the soft wash and um, some of our new uh, onboarded staff, we're, we're looking to expand our zone. But we're very basically a King County company. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Um, all right. So some B&I questions here. How long have you been in B&I? Uh, <laughs> it's been a long time. Uh, I think like, what was it, like four or five years, something like that. I think so. Uh, I think this will be my fifth year. Um, and as much as I balk and, and squawk about it, I, I do enjoy it. And it's made a measurable difference on my business. Um, I feel like my line of business is kind of that that uh, that hole in the matrix of sorts that is just such a good fit for the BNI model itself um, that I get to capitalize on all the people in my group from bookkeepers to CPAs uh, to insurance, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it, all that comes with it. Um, and then at the same time, the 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 business that comes from it is also, you know, it's a substantial little bump that you get there from this group. Um, and once you understand how to contribute, you really, you know, turn up the juice on, on, on the business that you're getting from the group. So, um, in our business model, we're teaching employees to be business owners. Mm -hmm. So the BNI is a great resource, um, for these guys to kind of understand how to level up, so to speak, um, how to take, what, what we teach at first as a side hustle and turn that hustle into, you know, a business, a tangible asset. Um, it's part of like why we like hiring the people that we do because we have no problem creating competition. Um, as long as we can get a, a good employee for a couple of years out of it, boy, it's, it's a fair trade. So yeah, that's, that's our approach. And it's a little bit different, but, but it really works well when, when you have someone that's, got a little bit more skin in the game and a vested interest in in the kind of quality that they're able to produce. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, of course, you rolled like the answers to three questions into one. Um, I, I know. Right. Um, so how long you've been in BNI, what you appreciate about BNI, what you like about our chapter. Um, you know, you answered basically all of that. Well done, you. Um, okay, now the hard one for most people. The words like, know, and trust are commonly associated with BNI. What three words are commonly associated with you? Uh, well, I'd say um, ambitious would be my, my first. Um, I feel like I'm taking a bigger stab at business than most people in, in my position, and I have a little bit bigger vision. Um, so I would say ambitious is. Uh, a good one to start with and, and followed right by, by brave, I guess would be something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't mind making those risks and, and uh, you know, um, swallowing hard sometimes and uh, f- for my team, 
when when you when your risk reward is balanced properly it really it really is reward on the other side um and then third i'm on my last word right yep uh tough i would say tough um it's hard to toot your own horn when you realize you're tooting it but i would say <laughs> I would say tough, you know, like being a business owner, if, if you learn some resilience and boy, that skin thickens up. Um, and I've been in business for a long time and, and I've learned some things the, the hard way. So um, I would say tough. And I would say the same three about all, all of the people in my, in my organization, mm-hmm. we all um, share that, those, those, those things. And um, I, like, I'm just, I'm lucky to be surrounded by the people I am, I, th- I think is 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 my my biggest break so far. Oh, yeah. There definitely seems to be an undercurrent of resiliency. Um, I gave you as a um, a gift at one point uh, my copy of Comet's Nine Lives, a book about a cat and the various uh, mishaps that it experiences in its world. And it reminds me of you. You remind me of uh, the, you know, the cat that is curious and that's like, well, that didn't go as planned. So now I'm going to pivot to this and, you know, it just keeps continuing to, um, to go. So I think your words are right on point and um, I would probably use similar ones. You know, it's good to have cat-like reflexes when you're in the business world. Yes, ma'am. It's cat-like reflexes or really thick skin. You have to have one of the two because... Uh-huh. Pretty much. Um, all right. What is something that um, maybe people don't know about you? I know lots of different things, um, but something that maybe you don't share. So I'm a I'm a believer that it's the, the quirks, the little things that may seem obscure that connect us to our people. Um, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, you also um, like stale cheese doodles? Me, too. Um and so something that maybe people don't know or something that might connect you with people. Um, I've been airlifted and life supported twice. I uh, went to, I graduated from the United Stuntmen's Association when I was going to be a Hollywood stuntman. Um, I was in a uh, country rock and roll band. Um, I was a professional skier for about eight years and traveled the country in a truck hitting big jumps and that that was what I thought I was going to do for the rest of my life (laughs) yeah well you know life is what what is it life is what happens when you're busy making other plans yeah right that's pretty much how it goes all right well you have lots of interesting uh and unique quirky factoids about you um meanwhile mine's like I like to eat stale cheese doodles (laughs) that's fine just because yours are better um, okay, now the um, the most favorite question to answer. What is your favorite curse word? And yes, you may say it because it will be bleeped out. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I'm not a, a much of a cursor. I, I know think. you're not actually. Um, I guess I give a good loud fire every once in a while. You know All what right. I mean? Just like hands on the head and <laughs> yep, coming, coming from the soul. 
I think the reason that word is so popular is because it's like onomatopoeia, right? It's that like you get the the feeling of it along with saying yeah. it, right? It's just the whole like full body vibe of it. Correct. It's the, it's you know what it, in any language you Yo, know what someone is saying. You know, totally. My own eyes. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. All right. Well, um, that was easy. So let's take a quick break before we go more into depth with um, Zach Davis of Window Works of Washington. We're going to be right back after this quick break. Entrepreneurs, is your why lackluster, stale, or missing for investor pitches and presentations? Do you lean on data rather than a compelling narrative to tell your story? Stories sell ideas. Don't leave them out. The ability to tell your story with impact is an essential business skill. Find and finesse your story so you can finance your brand and business with Melissa Reeves, CEO of Story Fruition. Melissa teaches core storytelling elements that engage clients and investors alike. Recently, one CEO secured over $35 million in Series A funding using the Story Fruition method. Get started at storyfruition.com. Interested in visiting a Plateau Partners BNI meeting? Text BNI PP Info to 55678. You'll get links with information about BNI, the Plateau Partners chapter, and this podcast, as well as a link to register for a weekly meeting held every Friday morning at 8:30 a.m. Pacific Time. You'll come because you're curious, stay because of the energy, and join because of the network and what it can do for your business. Text BNIPP info to 55678. Organic, free range, and fresh daily. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Plateau Partners Pulse. I'm your host, Stacey Heller. And again, I'm joined by Zachary Davis of Window Works of Washington. Um, So you brought up a couple things in the speed round that I want to talk about. So the first being um, you were talking about the industry that you're in and um, being in the service industry what I notice is within our BNI chapter, and as we are um, hopefully coming out of the pandemic, um, service industry, it's hard to find people to work in these types of industries and, you know, and and trying to find people for BNI chapters um, or just to hire somebody, it's really hard. And something that... Um, that I appreciate about you and what you've done with your business is yes, you could be booking every hour of every day with clients and potential clients. However, you have recognized that it's equally important to spend time on the business of doing your business. Yeah, that's been a, a, a real um, like turn for us, you know, like understanding how to be the boss, um, how to be an owner instead of, something close to being owned by your business. Um, and yeah, the, um, the legwork of, of, of building the business and the systems and, the um, all, all that comes with it. 
Do you think that that sets you apart from other companies that offer the same service? A hundred percent. I feel like, I don't feel like there are companies that offer the kind of services that we do. You know, um, our, our, our employees are background checked and badged and, and with what we do, it requires a higher level of trust. You know, we we're looking in windows. We're potentially like in your home. Right. And so, uh, in my opinion, like it takes one bad apple to ruin the bunch for years to come, you know? And so we background check our people. We put a lot of work into these people before we put them in any kind of position that, you know, um, this has been, I've had this business for 20 years ish. And, uh, and so I really, we, we're really careful with, with who we bring on board. Right. It's, it's, uh, more than just a clean roof or, you know, uh, clean windows. It's like, there's so much more that goes into the business. And that's just something that I, I have witnessed you in these past several years really focus on and understand. And then, um, the next thing that I want to shift to is that you're not greedy about this information, about this knowledge. Like you really want to share this with your team and you want to hand them like a complete package for success. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like if, I feel like if you take care of the people around you, like they're more than likely going to take care of you. Um, I heard a, a famous uh, California businessman named Nipsey Hussle uh, <laughs> say that if the people around you aren't aren't lifting you up, like you don't have a circle of people, you have a cage or something to that effect. Um, and it and it caught me. And I looked at the people around me at that time um, and I could see where I was being <clears throat> kind of held back. And so, again, like uh, I sur- started surrounding myself, like insisting on. Um, something close to excellence from everyone around me. Uh, the people that I work with, I would rather just not work with someone whose hand needs to be held. Right. Uh, and, and I would rather want to pick someone up that wants the job that doesn't just like need a job. Um, and so when you start narrowing your focus and learning how to do interviews properly, and you start learning how to, you know, get the person that, that, you not just you want, but the person that wants to be there, you mm-hmm. know, um, they're out there. It just, you have to put just as much work into finding those people as you do finding the jobs themselves. I've decided. Well, and you and I have talked about this in the past and that you can train somebody how to do this work. You can't train somebody how yeah. to have integrity or how to, um, you know, know how to talk with people or how to be a team player or, you know, those life skills. And another thing that makes Window Works unique is you really do try to focus on hiring veterans. And so talk about talk a little bit about that. Um yeah. It it didn't it didn't start as this warm place in my heart. Um <laughs> I was tired of guys that didn't know how to show up to work on time. It just dry being late drives me nuts. Uh, and so, you know, I worked at a ski area. We had a ton of veterans kind of working up there, um, as they were coming home and I made friends with a couple and, and just kind of connected the dots, uh, to start like making an effort to hire these folks. And so it took a while to understand how that process worked. I've worked with a number of companies 
we had a lot of success with Work of Honor, which is a place as a what's a company out of Fort Lewis. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, once we kind of I, I had one gentleman who uh, put in a year, started a business in Oklahoma, and uh, did better year one um, than I did in my first like fifteen years of business. And so it just kind of gave us that spark of confidence that that this can work. Um, this line of work works for another kind of person out there mm-hmm. and just chalking it up to unskilled, uneducated labor. Like that's what I, we're different. Like we, we don't want unskilled, uneducated labor. Like we want just driven people who are, you know, team players who, who a job's a job and we're all here working with each other to, to complete tasks and, and, and goals. So I also in, in the process of hiring these gentlemen, um, learned about the struggles and became a lot more aware of, of a lot of army life aspects, um, army reserve life, life aspects, um, the VA aspect, like a lot of these things that, you know, you kind of hear grumblings on, but you, you don't really understand until, until you spend some time understanding. Um, and, and now I'm a huge advocate and, uh, I try to push everyone towards like exploring the options uh, to hiring veterans first. I feel like to be perfectly honest, that if there's anyone that deserves a good job, this is the person. And uh, so, yeah, I guess uh, to kind of, to drag it on a little bit, uh, I started doing brown bag lunches for Lewis. I started recognizing the companies that were there and again, there's no knock on them. Um, but I saw a lot of franchise, like a subway franchises, Starbucks mm-hmm. is a huge hire. Um, and I just thought that I had something special because I'm not providing a, a job at subway or a job at Starbucks. Um, and, and again, like don't sue me and there's no knock on those jobs. Um, but, but I knew that there was people out there that wanted what I had. And, right. and once I had some help and some success with a couple guys, then, it started snowballing on us and and it created a lot, a lot more opportunity. Well, and I, I think what you're, what you're articulating is that, you know, it's great that Starbucks and Subway and companies like this are offering veterans a job. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not offering (laughs) though a career or a lifestyle and it's more of a starting point. And what you are offering is, okay, you already have, you know, you're not unskilled labor, you're skilled labor. You may not know um, how to do this, but my God, you can dismantle a bomb. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to teach you how to do this. And and so with giving that, that structure and the systems, which is something that I think veterans work well within, and giving them the autonomy to do what they need and can do, and ultimately handing them that that playbook or that kit to go out and run their own business and get their own team and their own truck and to be doing this. And so it's more than a job. It is a career. It is um, it is an opportunity. Yeah, I feel like uh, there's freedom in that kind of independence, you know, and where, where we're quick to train guys is. Is, is the side hustle. Like I'll show you how to make a couple hundred dollars a day. I'll show you how to turn a weekend into like, you know, a thousand dollars. If you, if you hustle hard and you grind, I, I can show you how to do this quickly too. And you can keep um, your clothes on. Right. Right. 
and then too, like once the skills are learned, which takes it takes a year, you know, to be really proficient with everything that we do. Um, the the act of and, and understanding how to own a business is is the hard part, you know. Um, and so where we ask guys for a two two summer commitment to us to to learning how it works, to learning how you know, first the, the task works, then the sale works, then, then the business works. And so, uh, uh, like I said, we have a, a Sean Schaefer who has put in his, he's been with us for three years now and, uh, is aiming for Austin, Texas. And we've got a website plugged and played. We've got some BNI support in the area and, um, we're pretty confident in what we can do with, with our systems and our process down there. That's amazing. It's, it's a really, um, it's a really cool thing. And um, prior to meeting you, I don't think that I, like, I knew about the struggles that veterans go through in theory. But as you say, until you interact with these folks, you know, to see what it's like coming into civilian life after you've been serving some time, and to see the struggles, and for some, the PTSD, and you know, the working environments that make sense. And, um, you know, it's, it's interesting and scary and, uh, you know, sometimes Even just the basics that come with like leaving your family, you know, like once I feel like once a person has kids, um, that the perspective and, and like what that is actually, like what the sacrifice actually is like, is really a lot more somewhat understandable, you know, like, you sure do appreciate it a lot more when you have kids and you realize that there's men and women out there that, that leave their kids for months at a time. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. Will likes to torture me. Um, so he knows that I'm a sucker for a story that has a veteran in it and a dog. So he'll send me these videos that he finds on like YouTube or random places where it's like, the veteran being reunited with the dog just to like make it a double like tearjerker for me. And I'm like, Oh, stop it. Um, you know, it's, it's like the penultimate thing for me that just gets me like every time. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty powerful stuff. Um, all right, let's take a really quick break here. And then when we come back, I want to talk about some of the different services that Window Works of Washington uh, can do for your home. And I do want to remind people that the uh, this show is actually sponsored by other members of the Plateau Partners. And so because they're folks that we like, know, and trust, I would say that they're all vetted and you should feel free to use them early and often. We'll be right back. Remember when a trip to the bank wasn't a hassle and included a warm greeting from your favorite banker? First Financial Northwest Bank knows banking isn't your top priority, which is why they make it theirs. It's their mission to meet their customers' financial needs by offering good old-fashioned service in new, more innovative, and productive ways. Bank with the people you know and trust who are uniquely committed to you and the community. Go to ffnwb.com to learn more about First Financial Northwest Bank and find a branch near you. Member FDIC. 
Want to network with Plateau Partners members in person? You can by visiting one of their weekly Friday meetings at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time. You'll meet and network with members, hear about their businesses, and see for yourself how a BNI meeting works. Text BNI PPINFO to 55678 or go to BNINW.com and search for Plateau Partners. On the path to good health and well being? Alternative Talk 1150 is the station for you. Welcome back again to Plateau Partners Pulse. We're back with Zach Davis of Window Works. Um, during the break, I was telling Zach about how um, my neighborhood HOA, we have this um, group chat, which is great, except that I don't know anyone in our neighborhood anymore. And so it's all a bunch of random numbers. And somebody was like, hey, do you know anyone that does gutters and windows? And I'm like, hello, did you not notice the window work sign that's at the corner of my property? Um, However, I very happily shared the website and was able to give um, a good referral and you know, a lot of neighborhoods then try to all glom in together and say, well, hey, if we all get this done, um, you know, maybe we can cut a deal. Is that something that Window Works does? Yeah, boy, that's that's the best. You know, um, limiting drive time makes makes everything so much easier for us that it, it's a lot easier to, to give those kind of deals. Um, and so, yeah, the, Short answer: Yes, we love those projects. We we have a lot of experience working with HOAs, um, and so so we know the drill. That's great. Um, and before the break, I mentioned that we're going to talk about some of the services. So I figured let's use my home as an example. Uh, some of the things that you have done. So I had some remodeling done at our house, and so was waiting for some of that to be done, and. Uh, your team came in and took care of power washing the um, the porch, the driveway, the back patio. Um, that's something that got done, which is awesome because as fun as it is to like take the hose and put my thumb over it so that it blasts the water, it just doesn't take off the wear and tear and grime um, that builds up over time. Yep. Um well, we, we started from the top to the bottom, too, on your place. Uh, we got on the roof. Yep. We cleared the debris. We got your gutters functioning at 100%. Um, and then we treated the roof for moss. Um, we we give a three- to five-year warranty on this on this for, for seeing moss come back. Um, it's a, it, it's a once every, like I said, once every three to five years. We wash the house, too, which is, again, like a once every three to five years yep. project. Um, but we use a chlorine based solution that kills all the organic growth down to the spore. And so that's how we're able to say, give such a, a extensive warranty is, um, because of the, of the rate of time it takes a spore colony, uh, to grow into algae, to grow into moss. Um, well, that's you- the thing that, um, at the top of the episode that I was mentioning is that, you know, it's going to be fine, um, for the environment around you, but the fact that it's going to really break that up and it's not going to just, you know, um, what was being explained to me by your team is that, you know, it's not just going to 
be power washed off the roof and still spreading everything and basically like repopulating the roof essentially and then going down through your gutters. Instead, it breaks up and essentially disintegrates and, you know, over time. And so then it stops those spores from continuing to grow and the moss then from coming back. Um, Did I get that somewhat accurately? Sounded pretty good to me. All right, well, yeah. that's good. Um, it's, it's, it's like it's a sanitizing solution. Yep. Um, so all that stuff breaks down. Um, all the spores die. And yeah, just like you said, um, if it doesn't turn white after you spray it, then you're just making it go dormant for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the powder that's sprinkled on the roof, especially in Washington, pretty much just ends up all in the gutters every time. Um, right. And uh we learned through, I believe through our insurance agent, um, through, there's a group called ARMA, A-R-M-A, who are the Asphalt Roofer Manufacturers Association. Um, so all of the producers of asphalt shingles basically report to them um, how to clean it. And in the last, I want to say in the last couple of years, um, they made they, they made the statement of uh, how to clean the the moss or or uh, what starts as uh, glowial capsule magma, which is which is algae, okay. basically, um, and that this is how you do it. You know the chlorine based solution. They they do suggest calling a professional, um, and I would suggest doing a lot of homework on on the solutions for this for the particular materials. Um, it's we we have some pretty specific equipment that that gauges our our strength of solution gauged by the material that we're spraying it on. Um, and so uh, we don't recommend anyone do it themselves, of course. Right. <laughs> but uh, um, if you do, I would do a lot of homework on the chemicals that you're using. Or it's just so much easier to hire you, which is what I did. Much so much yeah. easier. Um, and, you know, as you say, you went from top to bottom. So between the, the roof, which how many times are homeowners up on the roof? Rarely. And, you know, your team has said, hey, by the way, you've got some loose flashing and like, hey, you might want to be aware of this and like taking pictures of things. Um, Your team also uh, you're great about saying, by the way, you should consider solar like, you know, your house would be perfect for solar. Um, This is something to consider. So, I mean, you start up there, then, you know, taking care of the windows, the in. Uh, the inside and the outside, taking care of the gutters, making sure that that's all done. Um, as I said, the driveway. Then you also cleaned the, um, we have the walls, um, the retaining walls and and that yeah. kind of thing. That was huge. And um, I did learn from your team that there's some leaching and, and rusting and things that happen sometimes on the aggregate or on the stone walls. And that um, that's something that you guys can work to to get rid of some of that. Yeah, like I said, we, our guys uh, come with a, an insane amount of training and education um, from the products that they use to the safety equipment that they use. We really we really put a we're really lucky to have such um, just guys that are committed to the business, you know, um, and so, so yeah, we, we make sure that everyone understands what they're doing. We make sure that the customer understands what we're doing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we explain to you when we get there, we stop halfway through to give you a progress report and we try to get, do a walkthrough with you at the end of the projects to kind of point our fingers at anything we see. 
but we do, we see ourselves as, as a maintenance company, a company that is helping you keep your house look as new as possible for as long as possible. Um, and being B and I, like, it's just such a great fit to be able to say, you, you, you need paint, you know, soon in the next year, you're going to need paint yep. the next you, you're going to need X, Y, Z. Um, and like I said, we're, we're a different kind of service industry that we're, we're in your home a lot, you know? And so it's a little bit more personal of a relationship. It seems like that's that a lot of people have with their window cleaner. Um, oh, I mean, there was a moment, um, uh, about a year or so back when I was like, oh my gosh, I think I have a leak in my house. This is a pain in the neck. And where is it coming from? And, you know, and I said to you like, okay, how can I check this? I don't see anything obvious from the bathroom floor or whatever. You were like, oh, no problem. I'm on my way through, you know, where you live. Let me stop in. And you went up into the crawl space in my attic, which I've never been in and I will never go in. And, you know, checked things out, made sure that it was dry. I mean, you know, that is something that is a bit above and beyond. But the point is, you know, you're like, yeah, let's make sure that this is taken care of. And homeowners have a tendency to be blasé about things until suddenly it becomes a problem. And so you're able to work with homeowners, you know, like, there might be a problem and you work with them, but then you also have the services or the, the systems I should say in place so that we can avoid those situations. Correct. Correct. We're, we're also really quick to, I mean, we'll check and we'll look and, and because of what we do, we can access the roof, the attic, the, you know, the hard to reach spots. Um, but we're also very quick, really, really quick to, to say what we can't do. Yep. Um, we'll point at a problem and, and we'll, you know, lean on the B and I, but we are, we, we like to kind of stick to the stuff that we keep on our menu. Um, and, and like I said, the, like sending stuff through B and I is, is, is really far from a bad thing. And so, right. Um, it's a, it's a win for everybody. Absolutely. Uh, tell me a little bit more about the the solar connection, because that is something else that, you know, besides taking care of um, residential properties, you also take care of some um, some businesses and you also have figured out how to navigate keeping solar panels clean. Yeah, we uh um, our big advocates for solar energy, for one, uh, we're, we have a nonprofit tied to the business that, and we install, uh, solar power in South America pretty regularly. We have 15 projects complete. Um, but in that relationship, we, we found, a, a study from USC university of Southern California from 2017 that kind of gave you exactly the, the power loss over, you know, six months, 12 months, 18, um, and so we figured out a price point and, and, you know, an annual plan that made sense um, and, and started just kind of picking up business like that, just quick jobs, easy jobs um, from solar companies as a good way to train our guys, new guys on a roof. Um, solar panels are typically not on steep surfaces mm-hmm. uh, because of the, the angle to collect the most sun. They're also, uh, very safe. There's obviously anchors that are installed up there for safety because they've already installed a solar system. So we just found a really good fit as uh, so adding solar cleaning to our to our menu. Um, 
so that so that we had a good opportunity to to make sure uh, our employees could function safely on a roof. You're at the very top. You're at the very middle, and so it's a it's not the most comfortable place for a lot of people to be. But um, for learning roof safety, it's a it's a great service to to have. Well, you're always telling me that you do not want to take uh, the quick way down. So you know. <laughs> That's that's not a good thing. Um, Industry humor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and, you know, for a guy that uh, thought about being a professional stuntman, like that's all well and good. But, uh, you know, it's it's not quite the same when you're not expecting it. <laughs> right, right. It happens so fast. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so are there any other services that I didn't that I somehow missed um, that you guys not really. You, you hit them all. We the, we use the soft wash in a lot of kind of unique ways as well, where if we pressure wash some sidewalks or driveways, um, we like to give it a quick shot of that as well, just because it'll kill all those moss spores and keep the surface cleaner longer. Um, and so, yeah, like I said, it's, it's we like to keep it as clean as possible, as long as possible. And so um, now you hit on all the services. We're, we're probably the best window cleaners anyone's ever seen as well. And so, um, and we do Christmas lights. We install holiday cheer all this time of year. Look at you. You're just, you're bringing a sunny outlook and uh, joy to the world. Um, you know, ish. So question though, um, that I have about the soft wash. So if your home is painted, um, are, do you recommend that you soft wash the exterior of her home annually, every couple of years. Um, at what point do you worry about, you know, I'm guessing the soft wash isn't going to take the paint off. No, no, it's, it's just kills the organics. And so there might be some places that I could see maybe could use an annual salt, like siding wash, um, roof wash, like probably not. Um, it's more like, I would say three years at the max. I I've heard people say every year and, and it never gets dirty, but, um, I think that every three years is pretty good for a house. Uh, every five years even is a pretty, I mean, it right. gets all the way clean. So it, it looks about as close as, as it could to a fresh, a fresh paint job. So, right. and it'll make that paint last longer because there's no organic growth eating away at it. So, okay. So it's going to enhance it. It's not going to actually diminish it. Correct. Nice. Okay. By the way, I looked up the Nipsey Hustle uh, quote, and mm -hmm. it says, if you look at the people in your circle and you don't get inspired, you don't have a circle, you have a cage. Yeah. It's a good one, right? It's a great one. I mean, um, like... Uh, there are so many quotes by him and I'm like, oh, look, this is this is you. Um, and a lot of the um, kind of the moral compass by which you um, align yourself. Yeah. About a lot about um, respect and supporting yourself and um, raising people up. And uh, it makes sense. It totally makes sense. Yeah, he's a super smart dude. Like, like in in business and in just like perspective on life. I thought he had some some pretty some pretty rough like tough insight and and just like you look at his business record and and you know he's doing something right. He's doing something different. So right. Well, I mean, yeah. hustle is part of his name. 
Yeah, right. I mean, so. right. No, um, but but I think the the part about like people you surround yourself with, like that that really changed a lot of things for me. And uh, and life is business right now, and and there's a lot. There's a core group of about six or seven of us that are trying to do something pretty special with a pretty simple business model. And uh, yeah, I'm really fortunate to have all of them. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, I I do think that. Um, whether your business is small or whether your business is large, collectively, we have a tendency to overcomplicate things. And so, you know, it's like ultimately it's simple, like know what you do, know how to do it, do it well and find like minded people that are going to be uh, as vested in your business as you are. Um, you know, it's it's a pretty solid um, foundation and philosophy for any size business. Yes, ma'am. Learning every day, you know, um, to keep in the ears open and, you know, keep reading. So yeah, it's a, it's a, always a work in progress, but I, I appreciate the kind words. Absolutely. Now, uh, so what is, uh, what is next for window works besides expanding into Texas? Any other big plans since you are such a, um, a visionary and risk taker? Sell the business and move to Costa Rica. It's kind of. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that's that's the dream. Maybe get a Lamborghini. <laughs> something, yeah. Um, probably something like that. Right now, I'm just uh, I'm I'm enjoying having a seven year old and kind of you know working even business stuff, work stuff with him. Um, and I haven't thought much past that. Just kind of. Wait, looking forward till he can kind of, you know, drop out of high school and take the reins for a while. Well, and, you know, and to that end, I, I, I don't think we have too much more time going here. I will say, though, um, that's one of the things that I actually really appreciate. And I'm so glad that you're part of B&I and that you agreed to do this, um, this episode and have this conversation because I think that, um, and this is my opinion only, that high school guidance counselors and the career people and all of that, they don't recognize that not everybody is going to take the same route. It's not the right route. It's not a traditional route. Because I would argue, actually, that doing uh, service industry work is actually more traditional. Back in the day, um, everybody was, you know, doing service types job, service type jobs, and college was something that was, you know, only left for um, the elite. And so it's it flipped sometime. And so to have people go ahead and be entrepreneurs and do something that is different, um, I don't know. It's just it's powerful stuff. More people need to realize that. By the way. Um, you know, you're going to make more money than, you know, my kids that have gone to college for four years. They're going to have more debt and you're going to have training and, you know, right out of the gate, start making more money than my kids do. I think you're right. That's why we shouldn't forgive any of that student debt that we keep talking about and all these budgets. Yeah. Well, you know, it it's definitely it's it's an interesting thing how you know, our kids are fortunate that they only have um, a minute amount. And even so, they're all like, oh, my gosh, like, I have to pay this. And we're like, yeah, you do. They paid some of it up front uh, through things like merit scholarship. 
um, and, you know, having some skin in the game that way and having them understand that, um, you know, working hard can have its payoffs. And then also understanding no matter how hard you work, um, you're still going to have to pay. <laughs> Everybody pays at the end. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I, I do think it's really, um, it's great when um, people in B&I get to see people that are in the service um, industry and that there needs to be more members um, that are in industries like this um, in the trades because not enough people are going into the trades and um, there is money to be had. There is a real skill set. And dare I say it, um, nobody needs to live for work. You just need to work to live. Yeah. And like we, we have fun at work. We're, we're lucky to do what we do. We're outside. Um, there is a large amount of people out there. I believe just don't want to sit behind the computer all day. Um, and that, that don't mind the weather even in Washington. And so, uh, yeah, I just think that you just start acting like one of those people and you'll find those people, you know, just kind of, it kind of works hand in hand and, and I'll just kind of keep hunkering down on, on how lucky I am to have all the people I do around me. Right. Well, and, uh, you do exactly what you just said, which is you, um, you walk the walk, or in your case, you run the run. Um, Mr. I ran 50 miles and like, oh, that happened. Whoops. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that Whoops. shows the determination um, that you were talking about and that tenacity and resilience. Yeah, something. Uh, it, it showed. I learned a lot from it. But yeah, it's. I'm still sore. <laughs> you <laughs> you learned that. I don't. I didn't need that layer of skin. Anyway, <laughs> no. So, yeah, no, it's uh, the running is is definitely been a huge help for me in all of this. Um, and it's just kind of what I started to do when I decided I was going to really put everything into being successful at business. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of it's, it's the worst habit I've ever had. But boy, it's it's better Could be than worse. Some. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. So before we have to wind up here, any um, any advice for homeowners on how to um, how in between visits they can take care of their homes best? Anything that we should know? I mean, the pressure washing, you keep your eyes on anything that turns green. Um, your windows, keep your kids and your dogs away from the windows. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, just call us. Call us whenever you need anything and we can make it happen. There you go. Uh, so if people do want to call you or they want to learn more about your services, uh, where can they go to learn more? We are at uh, www.wwofwa.com. <laughs> Because you like to keep it simple. So simple. that is the abbreviation for essentially window works of Washington folks. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Zach. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. Absolutely. And remember, if you want to learn more about window works, you can go to www.wa.com. And also, uh, keep in mind, if you want to learn more about Plateau Partners, you can text BNIPPINFO to 55678, and you can also find Window Works and us on social media. Thanks for listening.